When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's Friday, everybody. You made it through your week. Pew, pew, pew. Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello. Hello indeed. And also, you know, yesterday we had to kind of like on the fly uh, switch some things around because the big news yesterday, of course, was the death of Queen Elizabeth II. And uh, we paid attention to what there would what what to expect in the following days. There will be 10 total days of kind of transition now. And one of the things we've been anticipating is what is actually happening right now, which uh-huh. is that now King Charles the third, the third is addressing, uh, well, the world, frankly, because let's be honest, this is global news. Yes. Uh, and so, and we just got a peek at it. We haven't, I haven't, um, we haven't really and that, in fact actually maybe we can dip into it it would kind of be dipping into it halfway but he is yeah, sitting at a desk I'll put up the link here right amazing on our grid. yeah he's sitting at a desk and uh he has a picture of his mom uh the queen sit, sitting next to him on the desk and holly you and i both just dipped in to take a peek and you the thing you just said just like is so true and it broke my heart yeah this is a guy, yeah. not only is he taking on the role of king, but he's clearly visibly sad yeah. because his mom just died yeah. yesterday. And you can see it on Charles's face that he is maintaining his royal duty, but he's also working through some very human emotions. Yeah, see, this is the hard part. Again, we talked about this a little bit yesterday about about the complexity of watching this all unfold. And and listen, uh, if you're just tuning in and you're thinking yesterday they did all the royal stuff, it's okay. This is we're going to move on. We will. Uh, but this still continues to be the biggest story and there are loose ends that uh we wanted to tie up in this very first segment and then we will go other places. Yes. But um you know, you the the gravity of this moment. Um, there's a lot contained in it, and we were kind of talking about this off the air, uh, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday as well. That this is not just the death of somebody, a ruler who had uh, spent the majority of her own lifetime and certainly our entire lifetimes on the throne. Mm-hmm. As the Queen of England, this is also a matriarch, a mother, a grandmother, a great grandmother. Um, and, and for all of the kind of complexities that the royal family has and, you know, not always the best, not always the best behavior, not always the best and sometimes outright bad behavior. Yes. You can have a lot of arguments about 
who they are and who they've been and what they've done. There are lots of feelings around all of that. But at the end of the day, this is a historical moment um, and a big loss and a big mark of a change. Yeah, we are going through a big historical transition and reflecting on it. Queen Elizabeth II, we're losing one of our last direct ties. We have lost, not are losing, we have lost one of our last direct ties to the greatest generation. Mm -hmm. The greatest generation who was there fighting, witnessing World War II, Mm -hmm. that's now gone. And it's like, oh, we're the adults now. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, we are the adults now. Now, if you have not felt that before in your life, then this, you know, maybe you'll have your moment. Maybe you'll have your moment. But truly, we are we have been losing our connections to that moment in time. And so we move forward. Yeah. And, you know, famously, the royal uh, kind of motto of keep calm and carry on. But that's also such a you know, kind of British way of being, right? As you're looking yeah. at as you're looking at Prince Charles right now. Institutional stoicism. Yeah, we know that there's emotion in there, but they also yeah. don't show it as readily. Um and yeah. you can see how moving forward into the twenty first century the British royal family has been doing things to address the criticism of that institutional right. stoicism. And perhaps King Charles moving forward will bring new emotional insight into this institution. Now, speaking of King Charles, and that is going to be its own transition for us all to move forward to call him king. Now, you, Holly, said, listen, I can't believe he chose Charles because he had a choice in his name, how he would be addressed. He was to choose one of his own four names. He, he has four to, names. He got to do the thing that we all wanted to yes. do when we were little was change our names to something like Crystal with a K. Yes. I speak for myself. Well, <laughs> Prince Charles got to choose one of four names when he ascended the throne. Charles Philip Arthur George. Now, I see this as a missed opportunity that he did not decide to be King Arthur. Right? He could have been a knight of the round table, but no, he went traditional. He went King Charles III, I'm sure, thinking, look, I am a transitional figurehead right. between Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. II and my son, Prince William, yes. who people for decades have been making the argument that I should be skipped over and it should go directly to William. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that Charles has said in the past that his apathy towards taking the throne and they're like, OK, well, let's give it to your son, William, regardless of that. Clearly, Charles doing the transition, doing the transition Mm -hmm. uh, and everybody's doing a little transition. We've had a big title shuffle um, because now King Charles is King Charles. Uh, Camilla, who was formerly known as the Duchess of Cornwall, is now the queen consort. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was all decided prior to the queen's death, I believe. Round about the same time, I might be making this up. I did not research this part, but it feels like it was kind of round about the same time that they were changing some of the rules about whether or not the firstborn, regardless of boy or girl, of William and Kate could be 
the next in line. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because usually it goes boys before girls. Right. There's been a lot of rearranging of the rules mm-hmm. during Queen Elizabeth II's reign as uh, the head of the British monarchy. But you know, Prince William and Kate Middleton, their titles have changed. They did yeah. that on social media. Now they're known, Catherine, let's be formal. Yes. Uh, Kate is known as Duchess of Cornwall and Cambridge, and so is Prince William. He oh, is William, okay. So Duchess got, of Cornwall and Cambridge now. So they got to keep Cambridge, too. Yeah, and they might be making a transition in the future to be the Prince or Princess of Wales. Now, that's up to Charles yeah. to give them that title. It's not just automatically given. So it's interesting because yesterday I was having some conversations with my kids, realizing how completely... I mean, my mom loved following the royal family. So I had, I I understood a little bit and I still do not even scratch the surface of truly understanding, but I realized my kids know nothing, Hmm. nothing. So they're asking all the questions about lineage and talent. And actually my husband was too, because he was trying to understand where Harry was in the line of succession. And I'm like, oh, he's deep. He's like five or six. Yeah, he's deep. Look, Colleen, you made a Kardashian family flowchart at one point. Surely the British royal family can't be too much of a stretch. Well, (laughs) I would say it's even more complicated because there's the titles and the line of succession, which is, I mean, it is kind of a bizarre uh, thank goodness that public other publications have actually done great flowcharts of this. We just do the report of the report. Thank yeah, God. because Harry is, well, let's just count on our fingers. So Charles is king. Then it goes to William. Then his three kids, three, four, five. Then there's Harry. Then there's his two kids. Right. And then that's where the flowchart ends in my brain. Oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more. Because yeah. it goes down into the Tyndalls. And yes. like, there's a whole lot of... And it's all, it's just wild. But here's another thing that I had not given thought to yesterday. Uh, God save the queen. No longer. Now the anthem is God save the king. Yeah. It didn't occur to me because for my entire life, it is God save the king or queen. It didn't occur to me that that changes. Yes. Well, and then think about British currency, Commonwealth currency. Yes. They got to get that, all of that out of circulation and uh, up goes King Chuck. On all, on all of the, the stuff. On all the stuff. I mean, you. Th- these are the things we haven't had to adjust to or think about. Well, I mean, the majority of people for over 70 years, for us, like, however, the length of our lives. Well, yeah, and, and we operate in a different society. Yes. So, you know, we're not right. changing our currency every time someone yeah, y'all, becomes president. We fought president. a war to do things the way we were doing them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so just FYI, that's why we don't consider these things. But it is, it is interesting, is it not? Um, in any case, yeah, my kids asked all kinds of questions yesterday. Like, what does this mean for us? And trying to like... And us being... Us being uh, the United States of America. And yes. I said, not much. No, no. But... I, I, yeah. I, but historically, it means something. Yeah. So then trying to put them into an... Under, or trying to kind of invite them into an understanding of why this is historically significant... It can be a little bit hard when they're just approaching it, you know, in their young age. And like, what's the big deal? Yeah. And they give a good old fashioned why to any of this. Bruh. Bruh. (laughs) Bruh. Why? Well, you know, and I don't think that the special relationship between the United States and the United Kingdom is going to, at least because of the death of Queen Elizabeth II, is going to change. Now, there might be other things, but, you know, we've had that relationship with the UK uh, since... uh, 
World War Two. Yeah. The, at least in the term special relationship. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. will continue. Yeah. Our special relationship continues. Now our special <laughs> coverage of the death of Queen Elizabeth II now will cease for the moment. It because will, yeah. now for now on everything is fairly predictable. We have a map going forward of what's going to happen. Um, Yesterday was a little bit, we were in the balance because there was a lot of uh, time wondering, you know, what is happening? When are they going to make an announcement? Who is, you know, able to be there by her side, et cetera. Today, we're sort of dealing with the aftermath of that. But going forward, everything is mapped out quite to the letter. And so we do know that uh, King Charles has now addressed the world prior to that. He did have his first meeting with Liz Truss, the new prime minister, third day on the job. No big Ooh, deal. No big deal. That is called trial by fire. She's yeah. like in it now. Um, but we here at my talk one Oh seven one, you're going to hear us covering it from, you know, time to time. But when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to get all of the dirt straight from our favorite place, which is Hollywood with a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with a. Well, she hasn't left. She's still here. And yeah. she has a lot of dirt. Because mm-hmm. it's a dirt alert. Oh, it's a dirt alert, of course. 1220 every day on My Talk 1071, we've got all of the dirt. So we're getting back to what we do best, which is talking about the Kardashians specifically. Hey. <laughs> talk about royalty. We're talking about royalty. So um, let's talk about Kris Jenner. She was on the Late Late Show with James Corden last Thank night. Thank you for bringing this up. And she is doing a bit where James Corden hooks up his guests to a lie detector mm-hmm. test. And Kris Jenner mm. is shutting down claims that she helped Kim spread her infamous sex tape around the world with Ray J. That sex tape back in 2007 that essentially launched Kim Kardashian's career. It took her from being Paris Hilton's uh, closet organizer slash assistant into being a star in her own right. Okay, so uh, this is crap and it's Dumb. Because you know what I say about that lie detector? Uh, That's a lie. lie. Of course it is. It's totally a lie. This is a bit. This is a bit. And it's, oh, I can't. (laughs) Because there is another piece of this exact same interview where, um, because Kylie's also on the show, where Kylie says, am I your favorite child? And she says, yes. And then it determines that is the truth. And I'm like, no, no. No, 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 this is all rigged. Yeah, it's not real. No, I'm not having this. Nothing is real and everyone oh, smokes. Absolutely. Please enjoy the entertainment of the Late Late Show with James Corden. Please, if that's by your all vibe. Means. Yeah, because Kris Jenner, when she was asked if she helped Kim release her sex tape, she said, it's OK, but no. Essentially being like, well, th- the tape is fine, but no, I didn't help her. OK, also gross. The lie detector test determined gross. she was telling the truth, at least if you're to believe it. It's accuracy on the Late Late Show. And this all came back up because I need I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I need to hit the pause button, okay, please, because she refers to the sex tape as great, which I know we all knew, but I never got deep in the weeds enough to actually sit with the fact. Well, she said it's OK. The sex tape, the sex tape. So, But my point is that she watched her daughter have sex. I want to vomit. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, we know she did, but oh, I just can't. Yeah, I there, can't. There's a lot. There's a lot when you think about I it. I know. So sometimes Don't let your brain to. think about it. Yeah. Ish. So earlier this summer, Ray J alleged that his sex tape leak was a deal in partnership between Kris Jenner, Kim, and mm-hmm. me. And that they had wanted to mimic the success of Paris Hilton's sex tape, which by all means was a legitimate leak. Yeah. That was then eventually controlled. Yep. Mm-hmm. I believe that I still my money is still on Ray J. I yes. still believe that wholeheartedly. Oh, I, I feel like the narrative often ignores some of the alleged shenanigans that the Kardashians were doing to the Norwood family, yes. including but not limited to charging hundreds of thousands of dollars on their credit cards. on their credit cards. Mm-hmm. That would be Ray J and Brandy's mom's credit cards. Mm-hmm. There's just there is stuff. Yeah. And one of the strategies, one of the public relations strategies, I feel, of the Kardashian Jenners is just put enough stories out there so that you forget about our previous story. That's lines. all they do. Yeah. That's all they do. And guess what? It works. And the reason it works is because our memories are like, what? what's the animal that has a small memory? That. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, an so elephant never forgets. Yeah, but apparently we we're all the opposite, we're the opposite of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So that happened on the Late Late Show. So believe it or not. I know. Um, Cher had a little gaffe in her honoring of the legacy of Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, no. What happened? Well, did she, was it in one of her all cap tweets? It was in one of her tweets. So Cher sent out a tribute to Queen Elizabeth II. And she wanted she wanted to refer to Queen Elizabeth II as goat. Greatest of all time. Instead, she put a cow emoji instead of a goat emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So that's so bad, but so funny at the same time. So Cher tweeted out, I'm sad about the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. That cow. (laughs) Yeah, I had an honor of meeting her. I was in a long line of people waiting to meet her. Yet when she got to me, she asked me pertinent questions and seemed genuinely interested in talking to me. And she said, I'm proud she was a cow emoji. Happy she had a great sense of humor. But here's the the thing, Colleen. I think that the queen would laugh at this. Oh, she for sure would. Because the queen, a noted fan of animals, including but not limited to cows. There was a video of the queen being delighted and surprised by some heifers online. And she was just all smiles. Well, isn't that what Twitter is? (laughs) Being delighted by heifers? Online. Online. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. You know, bless her heart. Cher tried. Oh, gosh. I love her so much. Uh Uh-huh. Some reviews are coming our way. (laughs) Proud of her for being... I'm proud of her for being a cow. Moo, baby, moo. A couple of reviews coming our way of upcoming projects that we'll be able to watch now. It is being confirmed... That the upcoming season of The Handmaid's Tale it has been renewed for a sixth and final season. Boy, you know, listen, I love that show, but stick a fork in it. Like, uh, yeah. how much more of this? And some of it is I'm getting really tired of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss's, Moss's eyes. Yeah, twitch. I just, 
It's a little much. Yeah. Um, I did love the first couple seasons. Now I'm like, okay, let's wrap this thing up. How many eye twitches can I Elizabeth can't, I don't know Moss if I can have. do it. Well, I'm going to watch them. I'm yeah. going to watch these last seasons. The two-part premiere of The Handmaid's Tale's fifth season is airing September 14th. We're getting a two-part premiere, but it has been announced today that the upcoming sixth season is going to be the show's last. Okay. Yeah, so wrap it up. Wrap it up. Stick a fork in it. By the way, that's like next week we're gonna get that so that's coming fast yeah and the, also the two-part review premiere. reviews are coming out for weird the al yankovic story okay so i know that you are a huge fan of weird al i would like to say on the record that weird al puts on a fantastic show he does even if you're not the biggest weird al aficionado you will go to his show the next time he comes into town. He's, he's entertaining. He is a showman par excellence. But so how, what are the reviews saying about this? Well, they're saying that it's a knowingly over the top and satirical. Yeah. But uh, if you're a big fan of Weird Al, you're going to want to watch this. Well, Daniel Radcliffe yes. is starring as Weird Al. Evan Rachel Wood making an appearance as Madonna in this movie. Now, this is a Roku original. So this is another one of those things where they want us to, to subscribe to whatever service they have. And so they're enticing you with new original content i'm in i will watch that original content yeah but are you gonna subscribe you're gonna so you're I, gonna subscribe I to think roku i have i think you ha- if you have a roku box i don't know this is a good question i don't know the answer to it if you have a roku box do you have a roku account i would imagine i have a roku account i don't know if i need to pay extra for this thing well but i'm in i okay. want to see it i will watch All it right roku original the Weird Al story. Uh, finally, we've got a little uh, more gossip from Jan Winter's memoir, Like a Rolling ah. Stone, that's coming out next week. And he's talking about Cameron Diaz, maybe allegedly, supposedly, because he does not name Cameron Diaz by name. Ooh. He just talks about an actress in his memoir. That one of Us Weekly's earliest scoop with a photo of an actress kissing Justin Timberlake on a surfboard, if you remember that photo. Well, apparently it made Cameron Diaz really upset and Dion Winter describes that unnamed actress who maybe allegedly supposedly could be Cameron uh-huh. Diaz unpleasant to deal with, claiming that this actress even told one of Us Weekly's researchers at the time, quote, I hope you get cancer. Oh, whoa. OK. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we don't say that. Mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz. Mm-hmm. If indeed that was you, mm-hmm. which it probably was. Maybe allegedly supposedly rumor has it. There were a lot of identifying factors. Yeah. And who else is smooching JT on a surfboard? Thank you. Mm-hmm. When we uh, apparently everybody, I think we learned at one point. Anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve. Donna Valentine is going to help us solve these blind items after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here for my friends at the Snyder team. I am very excited to share my friends Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty with you. As you get to know them, I want you to remember these three words. Honesty, integrity, and experience. These are the most important things you need to hear when choosing a realtor. And at the Snyder team, they have 14 highly qualified agents. Um, They concentrate on personalized service. They've been around for 25 years. And I know they focus on the Twin Cities, Western Wisconsin and have helped over 3,000 families in our area find and sell the homes of their dreams. Here's the deal. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, I want you to call Jennifer and her team over at the Snyder team with eXp Realty. 
Not only do they have many, many years of experience, you can trust Jennifer. She's the real deal. You've probably heard the uh, other spot on the station where she talks about going to great lengths to help people find the home of their dreams. Head to the SnyderTeam.com today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. It is that time of day on the Colleen and Bradley show, minus Bradley Trainer, who is on vacation, uh, where Holly Roberts and I will, uh, and actually Donna, because she's here too. Hi. Holly's going to deliver these pop culture mysteries to us. We are going to try to solve them in this little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ah, a nice bumper crop of celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. I, I, sorry, I'm overselling them. But <laughs> no, here's our first mystery. I, I hoped that they were as good as you were making them sound. NT Lawyer is pretty sure this A minus list actress slash director is five for five when it comes to interviews and sharing at least one lie per interview. Jennifer Lawrence. No. Oh. Uh, Olivia Wilde. Yes, Donna. Oh, duh, Ding sorry. For you. There's a new ding, ding mic ding. on the board, and you yes. can go ahead and yes. push there that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Dinged, man. Yes. I have one, too. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. We have one. That I have the nice. real one. We like to keep it uh, Ana- analog. Analog here. So yeah. NT Lawyer is pretty sure that Olivia Wilde is five for five when it comes to interviews and sharing at least one lie per interview. Yeah. So I think he's saying... That the latest issue of Vanity Fair, where she's on the cover, she gives a big interview. Somewhere in there, there's a, a little fib. Okay, so it's funny because, like, I went directly to Jennifer Lawrence because she's still like she's still holding a line on her relationship with Harvey Weinstein, oh, and I just feel like there's more to that than she's willing to say, and that's fine. Mm. But then just don't talk about it. So anyway, that's why I guessed Jennifer Lawrence, but Olivia Wilde, that makes sense. Yes, she was yeah. saying that it's horse dookie. Oh, that's right. That mm-hmm. she had a relationship with Harry, Harry Styles, Styles before she was, she was yeah, broken up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look. Hmm. Hmm. She probably found herself in a time of transition. And no one wants to admit oh. that sometimes when you break up with people, it's messy. Yeah, it's there's sometimes messy. there's a fuzzy area. Yes, there's a fuzzy area just like a mm-hmm. ripe peach. So true. <laughs> so true. Take a bite. It's fuzzy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do another one. All right. Blinded by the item. Uh, um, here's one. This A-list actress needs to find someone who will make her look good after her last dating debacle. So why on earth would she pick a pedophile actor? What? <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. All righty. So she needs to make herself herself look good after her last relationship. Yeah. Because she did something in that relationship. Uh, a lot of people looked askance at their relationship, perhaps uh-huh. their alternative lifestyling ways. Ah. Huh. Did you say A-list actress? A-minus. A-minus. Okay. Okay. Someone who broke up with someone and now is with a pedophile. Ooh. Alleged. Alleged. Alternative ways. Well, you know, they were into alternative stuff. Ah. Into alternative... Seeking... Mm, seeking alternate paths of consciousness together. Yeah. I, and I'm not going to be any. Well, I was, I mean, honestly, I was going like the Megan Fox direction. Uh, but give her a buzz. Yeah, no. that's not right because they're, 
still a thing, but okay. Come okay. on now. All right. All right. Th- this was a publication ship. Okay. They were engaged at one point. Oh. In this publication ship. Oh, Shailene Woodley. Yes. Oh, Dang. 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 Okay. Oh. And Ansel Elgort. for there. Oh. Yes. Wait, Ansel Elgort? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what's the pedophile there? Well, he's got some allegations. Allegations. I missed that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, he's got he's got some problematic Whoa. stuff around him. Yeah. Okay. So NT lawyer is saying that Shailene Woodley needs to find someone who will make her look good after her last dating debacle with Aaron Rodgers. So why on earth is she trying to publicationship with Ansel Elgort? Ooh. Okay, I want to say something. <laughs> Can we stop? Well, you? Your name's on the show. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm gonna. <laughs> I, the thing that bug that bugs me about that, I mean, I I understand it and it makes sense, but if indeed that's what she's trying to do is make herself look good with another relationship, I would dial it back, Shailene Woodley, because I think the first thing you need to make yourself look good with is your own stuff, right? This is a woman who was like eating charcoal yeah. and. Um, clay. No, not charcoal. It was clay. You know, and was. I'm not saying that you can't do that. That's fine. But a lot of her image is wrapped up in some of the things that she did before she was even in a relationship. Right. So right. start with you, man. Start with Put you. down the clay, yeah, man. Just like, get right with <laughs> you. Let's do another one. Okay. okay. <laughs> by the item. Another blind item. Colleen and Donna solved this. Talk about selling secrets. This royal will be doing that shortly Ooh. once he gets cut off. Ooh, oh, Harry. No. no. Oh, no. Prin- uh, Prince, Prince Ed- Ed- No, no, no. no. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, yes. Dang. Oh, no. Well, now that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot because he's going to need to make some money. Okay, fill in the blank. Yeah. So talk about selling secrets. Prince Andrew will be doing that shortly once he gets cut off from the royal. um, Everything. Money. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Because, okay, it's funny because I it's not funny. None of it is actually funny because. But I did say this yesterday and it felt a little too soon. But I do want, I mean, Prince Andrew has been protected by his mother. Right. For the majority of his, mm, all of his adult life Mm -hmm. and the majority of his life. And she was truly probably one of his last champions. And what happens when she's now gone and can't protect him? Um, things are going to go from bad to worse. Yeah, the, the king ain't going to put up with that. Uh-uh. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you're a liability to the institution and also you nasty. So you nasty. <laughs> so you, you nasty. need to, you, we're not going to be subsidizing. Yeah. Nasty. Your, yeah, your lifestyle. Oh, gosh. Oh, the Daily Mail's going to give him a call. It's gonna be oh, it's going to be a whole thing. Oh, uh, my gosh. Gross. Okay, moving on. Yeah. some names in here but let's just read this for fun okay Okay. speaking of parties there was a 70s vibe to a party hosted by this method actor oh who didn't have a significant other anywhere in sight no body hair shaving was allowed at this orgy Oh, oh oh okay Okay, so wife was nowhere in sight. Or, you know, significant, or significant other. other. It's a method actor. Uh-huh. Um, oof. 
Okay. Uh, there is one name where I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that may that that would be making sense. Okay, um, uh, is this person famously a method actor? It would not surprise you if you learned that this person was a method <laughs> actor. I don't know if they have explicitly talked about that in okay. interviews. Uh, okay, that's but helpful. um, not Matthew McConaughey. No. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Like it wouldn't surprise me if he there. was. I method. don't feel like that's special instruction that's, to have no body hair shaving for Matthew McConaughey. That feels I don't know. Factual. I just feel like he's a natural fellow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. probably right. Okay. That's he's a tough musky. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, this person made headlines in the past couple of weeks because of his involvement in the "Don't Worry, Darling" drama. Oh, Shia LaBeouf? Yes, ding for you. Whoa. He's married? No, no. he has uh, his he has a significant other. Okay. Uh, her name is Mia Goss. She has a new oh, movie yeah. coming out, and they have a child together. Right. But she wasn't at this party that Shia uh, LaBeouf was throwing, which ooh. had a, a very 70s vibe. Okay. No body hair shaving was allowed. He's. I find him still to be just a mm, puzzle scary. wrapped in an enigma. Like, I just... And he's scary. And he's I scary. Well, yeah. I don't even want to talk about the interview he recently did Solid where he talked about FKA Twigs mm-hmm. and he w- only would refer to her as, as that, that woman, woman. Mm-hmm. which just dehumanized her mm-hmm. in a way that was so like antithetical to what he thought he was trying to do. It was really gross. Yeah. I did not yeah, like I it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It not, good. Me out. Mm-hmm. Not, not good. Do we have a quickie? Well, kind of like... Is it like an icky well, quickie? Well, it's just like sad. Oh, well. Do we want to do a sad one? Yeah, let's just do it. It's just, it's Friday. We can't do We'll get over it at some point. Yeah, again, allegedly, supposedly, celebrity gossip mysteries from NT Lawyer. He's saying at some point, it's clearly obvious something is wrong health-wise with this permanent A-list actor oh. who is a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee. Two yeah. really strange movies from him back to back. Oh, I was thinking it was at Tom Hanks. Yeah, and that's one. Oh, I'm yeah. yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. really? Have you seen him recently? Nah, only in um, only in Elvis. So recently, recently, um, he there were there were paparazzi videos of him like yelling at. Oh yeah, saw people. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look, at, he he just doesn't look well. He doesn't look like himself. Weird. And he was recently at the Malibu Chili Cook-Off, which I like to call the Catalina Wine Mixer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I saw pictures, and I was like, oh, Tom. What does just, he look like? like? He's just not looking like himself lately. You don't know, like how you're frail? used to... He, he looks like somebody you might want to snuggle with a little bit. He's just sort of looking a little <laughs> bit less... Snuggly? Snuggly. Uh-huh. Okay. And I don't mean, I really truly mean that as a vibe, not as like his appearance. But like, like a warmth. There's, there's a, warmth a lack of a warmth. To, yeah, oh, because like Tom Hanks is like. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. There's yeah. a yeah. warmth. There's like a an aura about him. Yeah. And it just seems like the aura is a little constrained. It's these strange. Days. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know well, what's going on. I'm going to go Google now. Okay, bye. Have fun with that. Right. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dada Valentine. She'll, uh, she'll be back at some point next week. We'll make her do it. Uh, uh, she loves it. We told her, you, you're playing in the car anyway. Don't pretend like you're not going to do this. It's true. All right. Have a good weekend, Donna. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we need to check in with a publationship that is a publationship and might be on the rocks. Well, let's just say we call them Brunchin. We'll talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that weather forecast. I'm, I, that actually was a question. Thank you. But it's not your fault, Mike, that the uh, rain is here and yeah. 
that my kids' baseball game <laughs> might get rained out. What? It's not a big deal. Okay, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Bradley Trainer is not in a rainy place. No. Trust us. Mm-hmm. And if you want to enjoy some uh, vacation. A, a slice of paradise. Yeah, just check his Instagram. Instagram. You're going to yeah. get all the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. All the beauty, all the happiness. But meantime, in between time, we're holding down the fort over here. And we are obligated to talk about this publationship because they won't stop. Who? I don't even know who's talking. But we cannot stop hearing about a publationship that we call Brunchin. Brunchin is the moniker that the Colleen and Bradley show has bestowed upon Tom Brady mm-hmm. and B- Giselle Boonchin. Now, you might ask yourself, well, wait a second, Colleen and Bradley. That's not a publationship, but yes, it is. Because remember, a publationship doesn't mean that the relationship is fake. It just means that their relationship is being leveraged for publicity. And that seems to be what's happening right now, because we keep on hearing just from a source that there's trouble in paradise. Yeah, so... There are sources first talking to page six, talking about the rift between Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen. That was happening the other day. Then the other day, because we didn't get to this yesterday because we were talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth II. But uh, there was a story that was published in People.com on Wednesday night. And woof. They are not mincing words in this. Oh. The headline says Tom Brady and wife Giselle Boonchin hitting a rough patch in their marriage. There's a lot of tension. Ugh. Now, sources tell people that Giselle wasn't thrilled at all that Brady went back to the NFL after a brief retirement. He couldn't keep away from those balls and he decided to sign up again to mm. be the QB of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know what's interesting about this is I well I can see how if if this is the way it's being painted is like he unilaterally made this decision without consulting the family. And if indeed that is the case, you can see why she would be not happy about that. Well, listen to what else the source has to say. And then I want you to do what Lori and Julia do. A little Hollywood speak on this. So this source close to Brady tells People magazine that Giselle wasn't thrilled with her husband's decision to end his retirement earlier this year after only two months. Here's where I'm going to say some words and then okay. your thoughts. Okay. There's a lot of tension. She was so happy when he announced his retirement and she wasn't thrilled at all when he went back on that. They're hitting a rough patch, but I know the source says, but I know they're trying or at least he's trying oh. to figure it out and make it work. He wants to get through this and for things to get better. Oh, see, this is, again, of the same tone that we have heard, that she's got this hot Brazilian temper and that uh, (laughs) like that he's that he's the peacemaker. But he's just trying to do, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, he's just trying. He at least he's trying because putting that in that sentence, here's. 
the tell that this is Tom Brady talking to people. Totally. This is like this is his version of John Barron, where he's like, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, but uh, he's given some PR over yeah. to People Magazine, saying, "Well, hey, at least he's trying. It's not his fault that he's so good at playing football that he just had to unretire. But he's trying. But I mean, like, were we?" I- I can only, I, I think we were all a little taken aback when he unretired. Uh-huh. Okay, now let's let's bring Mike into the fold because he's a genuine football fan. Certified. Mm-hmm. Certified. Like, how? where were you with that news? The level of shock was huge because it was one of these determinations of going back and forth. He was trying to decide for, it, it seemed like this was kind of decided the year before that that was going to be his last year and then all of a sudden oh this is exactly what we expected the announcement took place and then a month and a half goes by and he's back and he's like just kidding yeah i know and to me though i think and i'll if you don't mind me giving my that's why we asked I, i truly think all this is is damage control because he may have Spent 20 years playing the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's made with salary cap or with the salary as well as uh, his uh, signing bonuses made roughly four, all that exactly stuff. 450 million dollars. But the day he retires, he already has a contract in place to be the highest broadcaster in the history of sports. And I'm not joking. Ten years, three hundred and seventy-five million dollars. That contract is in place with Fox, waiting to be signed. The day he retires, that's going to be his thing. So it feels like if there was going to be any drama, there's going to be anything coming out. He wants to get ahead of all this to say, right. "Hey, it wasn't me. I'm trying my best to make this work." Ah. I feel like he's trying to get ahead of it, and uh, that, that's just my opinion. We'll oh see. my gosh, your tinfoil hat <laughs> is waiting. A 